Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Weedy. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go. And we start with big news for both sides of the old firm for Rangers. Alfredo Morelos is in the squad for tomorrow's match at Ibrox with Kilmarnock and just days before Judgment Day in the Champions League qualifier. Two down, as we know, against Union SG. Ange Postacoglu says he is still alert to making more signings in the next 27 days. The window hasn't yet closed and look out for the champions strengthening the squads further. First up, Barry, what about the news of Alfredo Morelos, how they missed him the other night? Yeah, it's certainly big news, Paul, um, and it's a major boost to the Rangers squad. Uh, I think they missed him uh, sorely and... On Tuesday night over in over in Belgium. I've always maintained when Alfredo Morelos is fit and up for it, he's Rangers' best number nine. Um, and Rangers are a better team with Morelos in it. So to have him back, I don't think he'll start tomorrow against Kilmarnock. Um I think Gio looked to give him 20, 25 minutes. Remember, he's missed a lot of pre-season. Um, he's only been training the last couple of weeks, but a major boost to the Rangers squad ahead of Two very important games. Mark, two important games, but not least Tuesday night for Rangers. And they need a boost ahead of this match and Morelos in the squad tomorrow. It's big news. It is, yeah. It's, it is a big boost. I agree with Barry. I think you off the bench tomorrow. I would probably say off the bench on Tuesday night. That, that could be a game that goes to extra time. Um, Paul on Tuesday, so Morelos will have an important part to play. But also, the strikers that are in possession at the moment, your Cholax, your other guys, will make them step up because they'll know that Alfredo Morelos is, is breathing down their necks. But it's a monumental week uh, for Rangers, Paul. It's the biggest 90 minutes for decades. You know, there's 35 million quid riding on it and they need to step up to the plate. Last Tuesday was nowhere near good enough. Rangers fans, you can call us on 0808 17 17 700. The weekend starts here. Weekend two of the Scottish Premiership, the Cinch Premiership. And a great lineup tomorrow afternoon. Aberdeen against St Mirren, Motherwell against St Johnson, Rangers at home to Kilmarnock and Ross County against Celtic. Both of them playing at the same time, three o'clock on Saturday. Then Sunday, there's Dundee United, Livingston and the big one, the Derby. Hibs against Hearts. We're looking forward to finding out what you think this weekend. Celtic fans, some news coming in, Mark, that uh, Ange Postacoglu, we're going to hear from him talking about transfers and it's not over yet, all the signings. Yeah, he's, he's wanting to strengthen and, and rightly so, Paul. You know, they'll keep looking right up until the last uh, minutes of the of the window. They've got money there to, to spend as the right player becomes available. You know, Celtic have got it in the locker to go and spend big Um and we'll wait and see what Ange Postecoglou do. A lot will depend on maybe who goes out as well, what kind of wages uh, are freed up to. But there's certainly three or four that you'd imagine will be heading out the door sooner rather than later. He was asked about James McCarthy. Talks that he might go to Sunderland. You said it the other night, Barry, the association with the manager there, Alex Neil. But the manager said, no, nothing. It's not on my radar at the moment. He's still, he's still part of my squad. 
Yeah, but we, we spoke about it Wednesday. For me, James McCarthy's still a, a very good player. It's just not really happened. He's not got much game time at Celtic. He's only 31. And bear in mind that he's played at a high level for a, a number of years. And I think he asked, if you ask James himself, at his age, he wants to be playing week in, week out, or a, a better chance than he's going to get at Celtic. So we just need to wait and see what happens over the next three and a half weeks. Um, but it'll be interesting to see because I, I, do, I do still believe that he's a good football player. Transfers, maybe more for Celtic. Here's Ange Postacoglu. Yeah, I think I've said that, that we're, we're kind of, while the window's open, we're still active, um, nothing definite, but, you know, we're, um, while the window's open, we, you know, we, we're, we're expecting that, um, you know, if the opportunity arises for the right kind of player, that we could move for it. But you know, it also means that, you know, we're still, there could be some people outgoing as well. So we've just got to stay alert and active, but, you know, between now and the end of the window, yeah, you know, I've already said that if uh, the right opportunity comes along in the areas that you know I feel we need, um, we'll take it. Alert and active. Where's he going to be active, Barry? Where do you think he is going to strengthen? I, I said, um, you asked the, the yes. question at the end of the season or, or um, during um, the, the season's break there. I, I still think you'd be looking at a, a kind of number six, an anchor yep. type midfielder. Um, but it doesn't surprise me with Postacoglu. He's always looking to to better what he's what he's got, and I, I think that's a sign of a top manager. Um, you always need competition for places. Um, as we spoke about at the weekend, you look at the changes. He, he brought the three Japanese boys off, and the players that come on, uh, Jackamarcus, Turnbull, and Abada, they could easily easily playing the starting eleven for Celtic so it doesn't surprise me that he's he's got his eye still on the, the transfer market it'll depend whether three or four players um, go out the door but listen these players are in contracts and they'll be on big contracts that's whether they can get the same money elsewhere um, so we just need to wait and see Mark what do you reckon that number six position that Barry mentioned a few yeah, weeks ago well, they've the brought, the brought in um, Moy but we'll still be looking in the, with an upgrade that, you know, and, and he did you know it was it was a plural, Paul. It was you know yeah. positions, mm. not position positions. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's number nines on the radar. You know, I wouldn't mm. be surprised at all because really you've, you've got Kyogo and you've got Jackie Marcus. Now you know when you've got you know for the first half of the season you've got Champions League, you've got a, a league program, you've got the the League Cup as well. Um, you know you're, you're going to need um, options if anything happens to Jackie Marcus or Kyogo. You're left with one striker now. I can't think of anybody else at the club that's a number nine. I might, I might be missing something, but off the top of my head, I can't think of it. So I'm not saying they're going to go out and spend eight million quid on a striker, but if somebody comes in, or a good loan proposal arrives for someone, I, I would think that's a position um, that, that they'd be looking at. For both I, of you, yeah. I, I'm just looking at the fact that if Callum McGregor does pick up an injury like he did um, with a facial injury, yeah. I thought they struggled to replace him. So uh, that that's an area where I've always thought that they would probably look at. Now Moyes come in, is he that anchor? He likes to float about, he likes to get on the ball and do things further up the up the pitch. Um, but you're right, they've only got two main strikers. Maeda can sometimes play through the middle mm -hmm. uh, as well, but you always like three strikers at the club at Rangers. They've got Morelos, Cholak and Kemar Roof. Um, so you always, I think you always need three, three number nines. Going to hear from David Turnbull as well. Um, he's obviously going forward is his strength, isn't it? Yeah, again, we spoke about him. Um, he, he never started the, the, the first game, um, but I do believe that he, he is a, a top player. 
Um, he's a real dangerous player in that final third. He can have a, a pop at goal, he can find that pass, he can run beyond the, the, the main striker. Um, and I think if you ask uh, David Turnbull, he's probably frustrated that he's not getting in that starting 11. But you look at the three that, that did start for Celtic at the weekend McGregor, Hitati, and O'Reilly, they are good players. So it's an area that, that Celtic are pretty strong in. But he's a he's a dangerous player when he's on it. David Turnbull he sure is the former Motherwell player we'll talk about who is going to be the new manager there in a moment or two but that's what he's looking for Mark it's more game time it's just about training every day giving it my all and whenever I get the chance in a game it's trying to kind of do what I can do on the pitch and show everybody that and it's just whether it's through the bench or if starting I'll give 100% every time tell you who gave 100% before we go any further what about Dundee United so Motherwell we're so disappointed we know that Rangers it just didn't look like Rangers the other night but they can bring it back on Tuesday night what about Dundee United last night winning against AZ Alkmaar yeah brilliant result I, I watched the game mm-hmm. if I've been honest with you the first five minutes I was worried for Dundee United because yep. AZ had uh, pretty much all the possession but fair play to Dundee United as the game went on they came into it and they thoroughly deserved um, the victory on on the night. There was it was a real team performance, but a couple of players stood out for me. The boy Levitt, he's a player. Mm-hmm. You could see what the grounding he's had at Man- Manchester United. Real good football player can get about the pitch. He, he takes it under pressure. And Stephen Fletcher at thirty five again. I was interested to see how he would look, and I thought he looked fit as a fiddle. He was he was a constant threat to his head. So I think Jack Ross. He's building a decent squad up there, um, and I, I think I think they could be even better than they were last season. A sellout crowd. It was oh, like it was the brilliant. old days, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was great, great yeah. atmosphere. Paul, yeah. you think of some of the big scalps that the United have taken yeah. there during, you know, Jim McLean's um, era. You know, forty years ago, winning the title. But to see Tannadice absolutely jumping, fourteen thousand, brilliant atmosphere before it. Great atmosphere at the end. The players. Rightly taking the plaudits, it had to withstand a bit of pressure. A beautiful goal from Glenn Middleton. Oh, I mean, just yep. lovely feet, nice vision, just to go and curl the ball um, into the net like that. And, and I agree with Barry as well. And the thing that I like about Dundee United, because Dundee United and the Hibs last week with the two teams that I mentioned, I'm not really quite sure what to expect from them. The rest, yep. I've got an idea of what I think with Dundee United. Wasn't sure, but one thing, and this is taking nothing away from Tam Courts, but I think they're going to be more adventurous under Jack Ross. You know, a, a bit more free flowing. Take a wee bit more risk, you know, middle to front. Um, you know, bringing in Jamie McGrath as well, be a good signing um, for them. And then you've got Ryan Edwards and you've got um, Charlie McGroom, boys like that at the back. Um, Tony Watt, he can get on a yeah. get on a run, can be a real um, asset. So yeah, I think Dundee United at the moment looking to to be in a good place. But going to Altma next Thursday night, that's sure. going to be a yeah. that's going to be a tough one. But they'll go there full of confidence. They will. Glenn Middleton, what do you think, Barry? Would you know him? It was ah, just I was clapping yeah. at the goal last uh-huh. night when I was watching it on the on the sofa. <laughs> it was a brilliant goal. Goalkeeper rolls it out, Levitt with a brilliant diag, yep. and then Middleton cuts inside through the two players. Plays a one-two. I think it was McGrath. Yep, and was. he played yep. it, and it was a, off a the brilliant blind. finish. Yep. He's just, I think with Glenn Middleton, he just needs to go and find himself a permanent home, and that's mm. what he's done at Dundee United. And hopefully now, you'll start to see his ability come through. There's no doubt. There's a player in there. Um, just again, they wide players. It's with consistency. But listen, he's made a brave decision. He's made the move to Dun United. He signed for three years, and I hope for the the young man that he goes on and has a successful time at Dun United because he showed last night what he's capable yeah. of doing. That must be a real boost for him, Mark. That he's got 
a three-year deal. Mm -hmm. He's wanted there, and yeah. it's a permanent one because he was in and out. He was at yeah, uh, yeah, St. Was, Johnson was on St. loan. St. Johnston yeah. loan a couple of times. You know, don't forget, he, he scored a fantastic goal for St. Johnston in the Scottish Cup semi-final against St. Mun, the free kick um, to get them into the final. <laughs> Barry's smiling. He's just thinking about it. He's replaying <laughs> it there. Yeah. yeah, I think I think he might have missed a penalty in the final, but we'll not talk about right. that. But, uh, but I tell you what, I after the, the break, watched, watched <laughs> him a number of times since John. And you know, first and foremost, just a really nice person, right. really good boy, See? Scotland yeah. under twenty one player. Mm -hmm. um, Barry said he's got it all in his locker. It's just a, his consistency, and he's young. He's only about twenty two, so but he can find a level. And I think playing at Tannadice, playing for Jack Ross, so it'll give him the the, the platform to go and he's express got a home himself. Now. He's yeah. got a place where he can call home now. Yeah. He's he will feel wanted, and I think he's a type of player. If you do do show him a bit of belief, and I think Jack Ross is going to be doing that, and he's done that with a number of players. I think now you'll start to see Glenn Middleton produce some real good performances. But overall, it was a I was so impressed with Dun United mm. last night. I mean, I, I've mentioned the two players, but I mean you could go through the Char uh, Charlie McGrew at the back was was absolute rock solid. I just think the team and the squad that he's building, they could be a a decent shot. They could challenge Hearts for me. You reckon they could? Yeah, for after third watching place, them, yeah, I mean, good. always it's always interesting. To, you see, you can sign good players, but it's how you you get them together. Mm -hmm. And watching them last night, if they produce that top uh, that sort of performance. Week in, week out, well, they'll have a chance for me. Because AZ at Markmar, remember, we're playing Celtic this time last year. But, 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 well, they, they've been great. See, for you look at them over a period of maybe six, seven yeah. years, they've been very, very consistent. Taking your Ajaxes and your finals, yeah. your PSVs all the way, every season. Yeah. As you said, Champions League qualifiers. Yeah. Um, been top three normally, haven't yeah, they? And yeah, and they've, they've produced, you look at their record as well in the transfer market, Paul, mm -hmm. they've, they've produced through their academies. I've mentioned this programme before, Michel Dosbord, that, that started it all. Um, Players at 20, 25, 30 million pounds or euros um, over there. So they've got a fantastic setup. They, they need a decent European scout, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was there last night at the game. Uh, it was over, right? I'm sure he was out in Dundee last night. <laughs> he probably heard us, of course, they're talking about Arthur Newman, yeah. um, who we, talk, we talked about they, the they other day. On, they rely on young players, yeah, like yeah. going and, and getting players for different leagues. Yeah. Hope hopefully they come to AZ and they do well and they sell them on for for, for millions. Um but they've got Dutch internationals yeah. in their team. Um so listen, it's it's only half time in the, the, the tie. It'll be a tough one over there, no doubt about it. But I thought defensively they were solid as well. See, and the goalkeeper, the mm -hmm. Australian goalkeeper impressed me ah, last yeah, night. Yeah. Yeah. Brigitte isn't it yeah. thank god you pronounced it, that it, early. it was a moment Mark when he cleared the ball and it went straight to Alkmaar but ah, yeah. uh, now he recovered but he looks yeah. confident he looks uh -huh. confident on the ball yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he looks a, a decent signing for Jack Ross up there yeah he'll do he'll do well and getting a good goalkeeper is always important you know for, for every club you know it's it's you know never you know Barry you never underestimate the importance of having a goalkeeper it's your foundation it gives you two centre halves your back three Confidence and you know a good goalie is worth 10, 12, 14, 16 points a season. Well, well, it was a tough one he had to replace in Segrist. Of course, yeah. I mean, for me he was he was excellent for Dun United, and that's Celtic have got a again that's somebody who's going to challenge Joe Hart all, all the way. So it was important that he did get a decent goalkeeper in, and and by the looks of it, he's going to be a good one for Dundee United. After the programme on Wednesday night, Mark, when Barry was on after the Rangers' defeat, we talked about the goalkeeping position and uh, we spoke about it last night as well, Kenny yeah, Miller. Yeah, I heard Barry uh, and Aiden too. What do you think? You're a former keeper. If yeah. you were the manager, what would you do now? John McLaughlin, 
or Alan McGregor for tomorrow and Tuesday? Uh, well, first of all, I would have had Alan McGregor right from the, from the start. Um, do I think that John McLaughlin deserves to be dropped on the back of the last two games? No, I don't. I think that would be harsh on him. But but that said, you know, I don't think Giovanni Van Rockers would think twice about doing it because you know he's, he's a nice man and you see it. But you know, behind the scene, they're ruthless. You need to be. You don't become a top manager without making tough decisions. But I, I don't think McLaughlin deserves to be dropped. But I would have had McGregor in, and I would still have McGregor. So, if I'm making sense, Paul, I'd, yeah. as I say, I wouldn't drop him, but I would still put McGregor in if that makes sense. I don't think he deserves to be dropped. You know, I know people have looked at him for the first goal. Okay, yeah, it's, it's taking a wee nick off Golton, perhaps, whatever it was. Um, should they still be saying that? I probably. Yes. But th- is that enough to change Giovanni's mind? Because he's obviously thought long and hard and studied them over the pre-season. Is that enough to change his mind? because um, if you're going to do it you need to play McGregor tomorrow you need to give him 90 minutes tomorrow ahead of uh, Tuesday night um, Ibrox where you would expect Rangers to be in the front foot so your your concentration levels of your goalkeeper is going to be paramount because it'll be counter-attack stuff um, and for me who's capable of bringing off a big save at a big moment on Tuesday night I, I would say Alan McGregor Barry, what do you say today? Have you changed your mind in any way? No, I bet I've always maintained it. Like, yeah. At big clubs, you've got to have competition for yeah. places. Mm-hmm. Rangers have got McGregor and McLaughlin. McLaughlin, I, I rate it very highly. Mm-hmm. I think he's a real good goalkeeper. But you're talking about Alan McGregor. He's a top goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. He's a top goalkeeper. I, look, I think if you ask Big John, he would say he, he should have saved that. But then... Look at the save he made when the yeah. boy was, was straight through. Mm-hmm. That, that that was a brilliant save. So that shows me that he's mentally quite strong as well. And it'll be interesting to see tomorrow. If you ask my honest opinion who I would have in goal, it would be Alan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Similar to what Mark just said there, I would have had him in at the start of the season. But Gio's made the choice. And do you know what? See, when he made the choice, I was disappointed because I know Alan and he knows what I think of yeah. him and people know what I think of him. But I was also quite comfy with it because I know big John McLaughlin is a very good goalkeeper. Um, so... Tomorrow, at, what, when did the teams come out? Two o'clock. It'll yep. be interesting to mm. see who's going to bring goals, but I think Gio will stick with. I agree. With John McLaughlin. I think he'll stick with. I, I think it's there's not been a howler in there, Paul. No. I think it would. I think it would be really unfair. It's going to shatter him. Because like, what I would say, I would flip that round. Then, so let's see. Alan McGregor had turned in the performance on Tuesday night. John McLaughlin had. Where you'd, maybe you'd be questioning him over the first goal, but he's made a couple of good he saves. Plays. Would, would, would we be asking for Alan McGregor to be dropped tomorrow? For John McLaughlin, we wouldn't be, would we? Mm-hmm. I don't think we no. would. So that's probably the discussion GVB has had with his team, you know, the backroom team, and that is I don't logical. Even know I get it. Would it. be a discussion. Would it not? Is he? He would just decide but himself. I, I think he's made his decision. Uh, one, yeah, the number one. Nothing to and see here. The problem here. you've got with yeah. a goalkeeper is they're highlighted. If you're a I central know, midfielder, if yeah. you're a fullback, a centre back, if yeah. you make a mistake, then. If you're a centre back, you've got hopefully the goalkeeper will, will get you, or your partner. If you're a central Aye. midfielder, you've still got to go through your your defence. It's tough for goalkeepers. Yeah. It is. It's, it's Barry, a tough who, position. Who would be a goalkeeper? You've got to be mad. I've always said it. I know. Yeah. You've got to be crazy to be a goalkeeper. Yeah. I don't think I've met a normal goalkeeper. <laughs> what? Mark, Mark, Mark <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's, I know. There's, I know. There's, I... There's, um, there's, the thing is... Mark, obviously, two. yeah, There's, you can hide it. You can ten outfield players. Deed. That's yeah. what I'll say. Sure. They're a different deed. But you imagine it, that you are on the bench most of the season and you're a really good number two. It must be so tough. It must be, but I think that I think a lot of them get themselves in a zone for that, right. Paul, and, yeah. and they kind of mm. accept it. Like you know, Seagrass certainly for this year, mm. they've accepted. I'm going as a number two this time mm. next year. Uh, Fishburn wins it, but yeah. I'm going as a number two. And let's not be kidded either; they're handsomely rewarded. Finances come sure. in here, so no. let's not 
kid, you know, about that that I've gone because everybody loves the jails. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. how much am I getting? You want me to be yeah. number two? Aye, how much am I getting? Fine, where do I sign? That's it. You know, he's not going to go. Play, he's not going to go there for five hundred quid a week. So he's getting yep. weighed in properly as well, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's absolutely fine. So if Mark Cucurella is a sixty-three two million pounds player, what's Kieran Tierney? What's Nathan Patterson? What should those uh, transfers have been? That's coming up next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! The weekend is well and truly here. Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney and Barry Ferguson from the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Let's get some squad updates. First stop, let's go to Celtic, Ange Postacoglu. What's the news ahead of the game tomorrow at Ross County? Uh, after last week, um, Rayo has kind of been in rehab all week. He, he picked up a couple of knocks, felt a bit of a muscle strain, so he's been in rehab all week, actually. Had a bit of a run today, but uh, tomorrow he'll miss out. Um, and then everyone else okay yeah, after last week. It's good news for Celtic, isn't it? And Rio Hatati back. What do you think of him as a, a midfield attacker? Hatati, what a player. Uh, yeah, I've been impressed because yeah. he's came for Japanese football and it, it must have been difficult for him to, to get used to a new country and new surroundings. But listen, he, he's come in and he, he showed that he's, he's a real threat. He's a, a threat for midfield. And they're, they're a dying breed for me, goal-scoring midfielders. And certainly when he gets within that 25-yard area from goal he's always willing to have a, a, a pop at goal so yeah over the piece for the price I'm not too sure what was the price around about a £2 million mark mm-hmm. was it between 2 and 3 wasn't it a £2 yep. million pound. Yeah. I, isn't it I think it's yeah. a, a, another real good bit of business by Posta Coglu Celtic going what 33 games unbeaten probably not it's just this is David uh, Turnbull talking about it and uh, they must be really proud of it. I'm not sure why he said probably not at the beginning, but it's David Turnbull. Probably not. It's just taking each game as it comes, I think. Um, last week with the first league game with a great result and it's a completely different challenge this week and it's about going there and kind of try to get an off three points and just focusing on that game. Not taking it for granted. That's going to be some game. It's a mighty battle back in December. Up at Ross County, yeah, yep. you know, it'll be difficult. Uh, Dingwall, not an easy place to go. Malcolm Mackay, you know, he's had to shuffle his squad again uh, during the summer, Paul, but it looks as like if it's been pretty seamless. So, you know, they will uh, provide tough opposition for Celtic. Um, and I think that Celtic, I thought they played well against Aberdeen um, last week. Ange Postecoglou, you know, gave them a, a little bit, bit up the backside as well. So there's no doubt that they'll, they'll be aware of that and not want to let the manager down and you know they'll know that if they're going to have to retain their title be champions again in May they need to go to places like Dingwall uh, and win but I think it'll be a close game Going to get your predictions of course uh, in the last 20 minutes and also Duncan is going to be joining us coming on the line with a chance to win some money I'll tell you more about that later you saw the headline the other day that um, Leela Bada was talking about missing his kind of big brother in quotes near Beaton who left in the close season the manager spoke about it this afternoon Leal's just sort of being honest about his feelings but you know I don't think Leal needs any protection from anyone he doesn't need a big brother he's a big boy himself he he he, uh, he was wearing big boy pants last year when he was knocking goals in and assisting other people. So um, he's he's a big boy. But, I mean, you know, he's he's obviously, uh, he was very close. And Nero was fantastic, uh, particularly in the early set- settling in period for him. But, 
you know, uh, Liel's a man himself and, uh, you know, he knows what's, what, what he wants to achieve in this game. And um, yeah, from our perspective, it's more about a, a sort of, uh, you know, we, we try and create a club environment of support for all our players, you know, <clears throat> whether they're foreigners coming in or irrespective of age, uh, or whether they're just, you know, from down the road here, uh, when they come to the club, it's important we have a supportive network for all of them uh, in, in whatever they need, whatever sort of um, areas they may need help. But, um, you know, as far as Liel goes, he's, um, yeah, he's going well and, you know, we, we, we want to keep pushing him and he wants to get to another level and, you know, I think we can get him there. Mark, so much is said about Jota, but Abada had a terrific first season as well. Yeah, he, he did. You know, you think back to the first two or three months, you know, when Celtic needed players to come to the fore and to, you know, to show a bit of stability and, and to give uh, the supporters and the, and the management a bit of hope after the debacle of the, the previous season, then... Uh, you know, Abada was one of the players that provided that pot, and I think he was only 19 at the time. Was. Yep. Um, you know, three million quid again. You know, it looks now it'd be really good business. So he is a kid. You know, there's no doubt about that at 19, and he really helped uh, put Celtic on the on the right uh, track. And, and as Ange Postecoglou said there, you know, he's been wearing the big boy pants yep. as Ange put it um, for a long time now, and uh, he's more than settled. He's more than capable. And I think for Abada, what he'll want to do is, the way Jota has, is go and cement himself on that right-hand side, um, if possible. But, that, but that'll be tough because Celtic are really strong. I, I think that the strongest part of the team is that sort of, the three behind the main striker. You know, you look at the options um, that they have. They've got some really, really uh, good options. A number of players that can slot into the number 10 role. Maida, Jota, Abada, Forrest, all fighting for the two wide bears. Turnbull, Hitati, O'Reilly, you know, my goodness, the options that Celtic have, have got in those areas are really, really good. It's quite a list, Barry, isn't it? It is, in terms of the, the, the players they've yep. got in the forward, you'd say midfield areas, but in terms of Abada, a lot of people do forget with the well, I'm coming in and the transfer fee, he is only a boy. Yeah. I mean, he's still a, a, a young man, um, still got a lot of, a, a long way to go in, in the game, but it would have helped him fellow countrymen yep. I'm sure B. Tom would have took him under his wing but he's, he's been here a season now as Ange says there he's, he's big enough to look after himself but I've got I'm really impressed and what I like about him is he's he's a throwback he's an old fashioned he's, mm -hmm. he wants to get get to that touchline and, and get the ball in and plus he's returning goals yep. the technical wide area yeah. is, is, is very mm -hmm. good and he's, he's only 20 years of age as I said there's still a hell of a lot of improvement to come from um, Abada. So Barry, before the break, we mentioned it. What did you think when you saw Mark Cucurella, £63 million going from Brighton? Um, first of all, what did you think about the value? Has it gone mad? Yeah, I, I think it's gone mad. No doubt he's a good player. He's, yeah. He played in the Premier League last year with, with Brighton. I've seen Brighton a, a couple of times, obviously, with Billy Reid been down there. You yeah. always keep a, an eye on it, fellow countrymen. Um, and he did, to be fair, he did stand out for them. Um, with the hair obviously mm. and Sweet. bombing forward scored a few goals yeah. but £63 million um, <laughs> uh, where's it going to stop down now? it's, 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 it's crazy money yeah well what I'd say to that Paul if I'm Newcastle United today I'm thinking oh my god so if Chukarella's going for £63 million, mm. what does that make Madison worth? So what are Leicester now sure. now thinking that's set a new bar mm. and I know they play in totally different positions yeah. but in terms of standard yeah. of play so, so for me, it would be crazy if, if if Madison only went for 53 and Jukarela's away for 63. That, that doesn't add up. And looking at Brendan Rodgers today and, he, and his press, no players coming in. 
Another you know, injury loss, Carter yep. Michael, yep. yep. You know, there's Telemans and you know, Vardy's another year older. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a tough, tough season um, for Leicester, a real uh, tough season for them. If some of the players move on, for example, Kieran Tierney, what would he be worth now, do you think? So he's 25 million in 2019 when he went from Celtic. We know that they don't pay as much to Scottish clubs. If he was to move on to somewhere abroad or to one of the biggest clubs, we used to always think Arsenal were one of the biggest, but Barry, what do you think? 75 or 80 million pounds. Yeah. And Nathan Patterson as well. I mean, Well, the difference with, with Nathan and Kieran, Kieran played a lot of football yeah. for Arsenal. He's captained Arsenal. Um, Nathan's not played much football. Um, so it's pretty hard to say what Nathan would be worth if he, he played like 30 or 40 games this season. But in terms of Kieran Tierney, somebody's coming in to try and sign him. You're looking at 75, 80 million pounds. Yeah. So Arsenal are going to entertain it. And, let, and even then, how do you replace him if, if you're, if you're yeah, them? So that's fine, okay. Oh, 75, that sounds good, okay. But how do we replace him? Is it worth it? So, unless Kieran Tierney, you know, stabbed his feet to get out the door, but he'll want to get fit again, mm-hmm. get back into the, the which I'm sure he will. It'll be interesting to see where he plays, Mark. Aye. Because yeah. they've signed Ziochenko, mm-hmm. who plays that kind of left wing back. I think Arteta's got him. Coming Ian in, Mark. Coming in. For the, the left sided back, back three. three. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where he I plays for Scotland. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And he plays so well with Scotland. He, he can flip yeah. over like he does with Andy Robertson. Yeah, he can easily just flip over and Zinchenko. You can mm. see the two of them forming a really good partnership. Have you watched any of the new All or Nothing? It's Arsenal that dropped no, yesterday. No. I started to watch it last night. No, I, I'm, it I've yep. got it here, Matt. I'm going to watch yep. it um, over the. I watch it over the weekend and I'll report back to you Monday. Excellent. You see everything <laughs> after you watch it. I'm a good boy this weekend. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Do you know he was on holiday? He nipped into a cafe to watch uh, Motherwell. Right. Yeah, right. was that Monday night? We talked right. about that. Right. And the kickoff yeah. tonight, of course. Uh, Crystal Palace, we just see them uh, in action tonight. The opening game of the, indeed, um, mm-hmm. Arsenal, who, remember this time, it doesn't seem like a year, and then of course they lost at newly promoted Brentford. Uh, they did, and I think they lost their opening three games. Yeah. I think they're all mm-hmm. talking about, you know, Arsenal, are Arsenal going to be in the bottom six all season? How long is Arteta going to survive? And now, you know, they've had a brilliant pre-season. Gabriel Jesus is really looking the part. Um, Zinchenko, you know, Ramsdale's another year older in terms of the goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're expecting Arsenal to be really pushing for top four. I think if you take it as red that that Man City and Liverpool are your two, and then maybe what another four fighting out your Chelsea, you, you'd like to think that Man U could put a little bit, a bit bit off it. Arsenal, you know, they could go and you know kick in and I try think and Spurs, see, I think and Spurs, Spurs as well. Yeah, the, the top four. Barry, yeah, Spurs. Right. Like Conte. Uh, Who's your first four then, Barry? Um, I suspect. I'm I'm going to go Man City, Liverpool. Number and who's third? Tottenham. Tottenham. And I'm fourth. going to go from uh, and then I'm going to go fourth. I'm unsure about Chelsea this year. It's, Too it's, much behind the yeah. scenes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they'll get in the, the top four. I'm going to go Arsenal. Going Arsenal, right? Yeah. So huge for them. Mark, Man what City, you Liverpool, uh-huh. Tottenham, Tottenham, Arsenal. Oh, uh, well, strikers are all key mm-hmm. for me. Paul, I mean, Haaland, you think, oh God, you know what? What Man City going? But I'm going to go lower. I like Darwin. Darwin's sensational as well. Absolutely sensational. Weekend, yep. Yeah. So I'm going to go Liverpool, mm-hmm. and then Man City, and then. Tottenham. Spurs yep. and then I'm going to go Chelsea because of Raheem right. Sterling uh-huh. and I think he'll be hungry to go and do it and I agree that they're unstable at the moment the ownership not a great pre-season but I still think they'll come they'll come good enough to, to get fourth place 
going to be some year, isn't it? It's going to be so much here. Spot, and yeah. The, yeah, no, I thought we'd do that early on with England. Just when I saw the 63 million and we see Eddie Howe there on the telly. You Your know? contract as yeah, well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Didn't mess about. And, and good, good for him and good yeah, for them. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, didn't mess about. Who do you fancy Paul we won it down the road? Liverpool. You going for Liverpool as well? Yeah. yeah. But I've got a soft spot for them. Man City. Third. Tottenham, I think. Fourth. Um, Man United. No, I'm kidding about United. There's a worry about Man United. You know, you'd normally think Man United, that wouldn't be, you'd move on. Yeah. But the trouble is, nobody thinks Man I, United. I just think with all the Ronaldo stuff, you know, I don't, I don't think that looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, Fourth, I'm I think surprised that, like, yeah. that he's not sorted that out. Like, if you if you want to go right, yeah. you're no part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. That's yeah. It. And I look at Man United, where is their 20 goal striker? Mm-hmm. You've got Haaland, you, you, yeah. you've got. Um, what Firmino, you've got you've got Darwin, yep. you've got Sterling, you've got you know you've got Harry Kane, mm. you've got Jesus. Where, where's, where's Man United's no, twenty goal, yep. twenty goal man? And I see a few of the players that left, including Ronaldo, left early last week. Yeah. I mean that's unheard of, Barry, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't I'm, matter I'm who you are. Yeah. I, I don't care if you've come off. It's a pre-season game. You sit in the dressing room after the game mm. until uh, that team it's played comes in. The manager obviously does his wee debrief for five minutes and then you go home. Mm. Um, I've not heard, no heard of that, that no. somebody leaving during a game. No wonder he was he was absolute fuming. I think Chelsea will be fourth, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think You're it changing will be. already. So you've I, got the exact same I was joking, as me. No, I was joking about Man United. I, I just threw that in to see what you would say because I knew the two you would jump in. There's, there's virtually, well, you can't say no chance, but I, I don't no. see it with Man United. I, I watched yeah. Eric Ten Hag's presser today you know, live uh, and... It was really uncomfortable, Paul. Mm. You know, it wasn't rude, but it was just very short, sharp answer. It was, it was given nothing. wasn't being expansive. I think already you can see that he's brassed off the Ronaldo situation because it's dominating the whole conversation, every presser. Yeah. And uh, but, the, but the thing is, with that, it's out of his hands. Mm-hmm. That's the hierarchy that will sure. decide um, on that. Now, Vincent, if what is it Brighton on Sunday they've got? Whether he actually goes and starts because mm-hmm. for all you say about Ronaldo and leaving early, I get all that. But for me, still the best player, middle to front, mm-hmm. still the only guy, the, the best guy at the club for going getting a game with the scuff and getting them three points. Sure is. We'll find out what happens in the coming weeks down there. Down here, we're going to find out soon, I think, who's going to be the manager of Motherwell. And Barry, the early word now is Stephen Hamill. Um, how's, well, how's that happened? He was on holiday in Aaron last weekend or last Friday and then came over, took charge. I know they won. I think it was Aaron. I read that. Yeah, Aaron, he uh, was. Oh, did you, saw, uh, did you see Aaron. that? Sorry, yeah. I'm dreaming. I'm, uh-huh. I'm seeing Ronaldo yeah. and Ten Hag here uh-huh. yeah. on uh, the, the TV. Yeah. Yeah, I, listen, see, at the end of the day, I watched the two games. I think everybody watched the two games in here and I, I was thinking back how actual, actually poor mother were. Well. Um, listen, they went down to St Martin. He got the three points. He's got experience in terms of he's, he's played a load of games for Mullow. He's been in that kind of youth system or he's in charge of the youth system for I think five years or whatever now. He's got experience he's been on the training field and he's a legend at the club. Yeah. Now, I think if he gets a good result on Saturday, I think Mullow have got to be looking at Stevie Hamill. Mark, what do you think? Because Paul Lambert was being talked yeah. about this time yesterday and he said yeah. he was open to an approach. Yeah, it looks as though Stevie Hamill's in the in the driving seat Um Paul and another thing as well you've, you've got to remember is, is, you know, about finances you know if, if Graham Alexander's yep. still on the payroll or what, what, whatever the circumstances are so you know it might suit at the moment I'm not saying for the right guy but you know Stevie Hamill's beat St Mirren uh, last week or beat St Mirren played well um, I thought you know um, Scott Tans are very unlucky to get the, the to get the penalty kick against I really thought it was harsh not as harsh mm-hmm. as Tuesday night I have to say the penalty against Rangers yeah. that was given I think it's the worst decision I've ever seen mm. in terms of penalty. An absolute shocker. You know, it's taken at least 60 seconds 
for VAR to tell the referee yeah. to go to the monitor sure. and he's taking at least 20 replays to then give a pen under those it was a shocker but anyway Stevie Hamill I think he's in the driving seat and if Motherwell win tomorrow it wouldn't surprise me Stevie, Stevie Hamill's appointed on Monday it's a big if mind you yeah I mean Liam yeah. Kelly kept him very much yeah. in the game last what about week some he saves? Yeah. how good was he last weekend yeah, l- yeah. L- listen I think he's getting better and better mm-hmm. um, international contention again he's been in the squad before yeah he's been yeah. in um, but this the saves last week mm. were um, were phenomenal. Let, let's be honest with you. Um, he had no right to getting getting the, the one the from the cutlass main header. Lot he's left was a pick of the bunch. That was, that mm. was and to scoop it up over the bar. It was sensational. Save. But the difference I've seen from Muddle for the two games against Ligo to the game against St Mern, a bit of metal about them. Yeah, it's a real work ethic about them. Um, so obviously Stevie's brought that in. He knows all the players. He knows the club inside out. And I'm sure if you ask him, Muddle fans. I think they would they wouldn't mind um Stevie Hamill getting a pop at the job. Well Motherwell fans will maybe speak to you. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. The weekend is here. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go. Hope you're getting out and about uh, to the football this weekend. There's loads on, including tonight. There's action from the Championship, Barry. It never stops, does it? Queen's Park in action this yeah, evening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that on TV? I, I looked and I couldn't see. BBC f- game, no, is it? I thought it might be, so I'm not the spokesman for the British Broadcasting Corporation, but I couldn't see it, Mark. I'm not mm. sure that it is on uh, tonight. 7.45 kickoff against Air United. Celtic B against East Kilbride. Peter Grant took in East Kilbride the other night while we were all taking in the Rangers game. But he defended <laughs> Rangers, didn't he? And uh, thought they could come come back on Tuesday night. Yeah, that, I mean, you can't defend the performance. No. The, the performance was, was well below par. Yep. Um, no doubt about that. It was really flat. No energy about them, which... As I said, Paul, and, and Wednesday, it, it really surprised me when I was watching it. Yep. Um, but the positive you can take out of the game is it only ended up 2-0. It could have been 3 or 4 if it wasn't for big John McLaughlin with that save and, and Tav clearing off the, the line um, in the last minute. So Rangers are still in the tie. You, you know what the atmosphere's like at Ibrooks and European nights. Has Union SG ever sampled that sort of atmosphere? I very much doubt it. So that's what I think that it'll, it'll get Rangers through. It'll be, it'll not be an easy game. I've heard a few people say, oh, Rangers need to watch what they're doing. For me, they've got to come out the traps. Mm. They've got to just go for them straight away. And see if you're 2 nothing up or 3 nothing up and you concede, well, just go and score another yeah. one. That's mm. the attitude that Rangers have got to have. Because as Mark says right at the start of the show, Paul, it's just £35 million. Mm. And then, if you get into the group stage, I know they've still got another game against PSV and Monaco, but if you get into that group stage, then there's another 10 or 15 million pounds on top of that. And by the way, just for beating Union, I know that you know the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but you're five million quid, Paul, for getting into the playoff. So it's five million pounds from UEFA <laughs> just for getting through this tie, and then whatever you make on top of that, obviously internally. So it's it's a it's massive, massive, yeah, it's some pay. That's more than the TV deal in Scotland. Yeah. Massive it's double yeah. what they would get it's, yeah, it's crazy money yeah. so I'm sure Gio knows and now the players will know what's at stake now they've got a game tomorrow against Kamala yeah. you've got to focus on that but see come 5 o'clock or 10 to 5 whenever that game's finishing bang the mind goes on Union SG and Rangers need to find a way to make sure they get in the next qualifying game I didn't even know that Marks just says £5 million just to get in that's another player yeah. indeed of course Alfredo Morelos, we told you at the top of the programme, the manager today revealed he is in the squad for tomorrow, but Mark, he's been out since, what, March? 
and it's been a tear. So it's not going to, he's not going to play 90 minutes. But no. that's a good sign that he's well, in the squad. You know, it had to happen at some stage, Paul. And obviously, on the back of Tuesday night, the sooner the better. So um, I'm sure he won't be rushed because he won't. Um, risking for the sake of having a you know another setback, but um, you know Morelos will be a real positive and give him a lift. You can even see that you know I, I can see him coming off the bench, uh, probably in both games. And uh, you know let's just a scenario where Rangers are one goal up on Tuesday night, twenty minutes to go, and they bring Morelos. I mean, you can see the whole place really lighting up, erupting. Um, you know to get him, but you have got to remember that he's not the Morelos of. Nine, ten months ago when, it, when he's banging in goals or the guy who really came alive again when Giovanni Van Bronckhorst took over. He's no played, as you said, Paul, for five, almost six months. So he needs to be cut a bit of slack. But reserves his energy properly. He's only given a short spell. You just need to get that ball in the box, sniff it around. And uh, certainly one thing, the, the Union SG defenders, they'll know they're in a game for that 20 minutes or so. Your old colleague GVB said today, Barry, after training, we're looking good. I think the biggest change will be Alfredo is in the squad. He's been training really hard over the last week with the team. We think he's ready to be in the squad tomorrow and hopefully he can play some minutes as well. Yeah. I, I'm sure Gio wouldn't risk him. Yeah. I mean, he's, he, he would have kept a close eye. I know he's mm. been training with the team for the last two weeks. He's done a mini pre-season before he was allowed to go back in with the team. Um, but look, oh no, as, as football guys, he can train he can do double sessions, it's about getting minutes on the pitch, so he will be rusty, but just to have that guy back in that 18, and Mark makes a brilliant comment, if you're only 1-0 up, or you're 2-1 up, or whatever, and you need a goal, and you bring him on, the place is going to erupt, and that just gets the players going again, so to have him back in the, the squad's a major, major boost, and I, I, I've always said it, I've always maintained it, Morelos and the Rangers starting to live and Rangers are a better team for me. You've always said it. Are you concerned in any way about one of his, well, his former club, Independiente Midland? The Chief says they own 14% of his transfer, any sell-on. But he's probably not going to go at the moment anyway. He's going to sign a new contract. Today. Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. I think that's just a matter of days away before he, he puts pen to paper in a, a new long-term contract. So I don't think Rangers will I'll be bothered about that. Do you think that would be, be good if that happened before Tuesday? Just another exercise and the fans saying you know feel good factor because you know we've been inundated with calls yeah, but people have got to realise these things take time mm -hmm. Paul you've got agents you've got a lot of negotiations um, to go over the line but I think Morelos at this stage is just focused on getting fit I think Gio's just focused on making sure he's training as hard as possible to get him back into into that squad and and then being involved in the 18 if he's not going to be involved in the, the starting 11 listen to bring him on for that 20 minutes is Mark Point to do it. What a boost that is. Jamie's been on the socials at Go Football Show from Kilmarnock. He's a big Kelly fan saying, Barry, how do you feel about it tomorrow? Because Derek McInnes is welcoming back to Ibrox and he played alongside you and uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. Huge day for Kilmarnock. Yeah, huge day. And in, in terms of, of, of Derek, I think a lot of people looked, why was he not taking some of the jobs? Do you know what? He, he took a plum to go down to the the championship and he, he done his job and got Kilmarnock back into the Premier League I think Kilmarnock will be safe this year um, I think Derek's main thing is just consolidating this year and then they can maybe think of top six the year later but I think Derek will come he'll set his team up they'll be hard to beat like Union SG sat behind the ball so Rangers need to move the ball a lot quicker than they did on Tuesday night it'll be a tough one tomorrow but look Rangers have got to win and the changes in the team that will come for I tomorrow I think there will be a few changes yeah. I think he'll freshen it up mm. 
Yeah. Yilmaz is going to come in, you think? I think Yilmaz will yep. come in. I think uh, Davies will start mm-hmm. at the back, left centre half. Um, I think Scott Arfield will start. Um, you reckon? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know he scored last week. He'll freshen it up in the midfield, yep. whether that's Stephen Davis to come in and partner Lundstrom mm-hmm. um, in the wide areas. I don't know, is Ryan Kent in the squad? Yes. Yep. Kent's I think Ryan, Ryan Kent. Um, I'll start the game if he's if he's trained the last couple of days because he's only missed three days mm-hmm. since the, the Livingston game so yep I think there will be a, a few changes as normally happens in Europe you, you want to freshen it up but again it's similar to what I was speaking earlier on in the show with Celtic you're bringing guys on for the bench who are, could easily be involved in the, the starting 11 because they players that I've mentioned will just make Rangers as strong Mark yeah, I think there'll be changes um, tomorrow. But I think it'll be a, it could be a stuffy game. You know, command that will yeah. clearly have had a, a big boost from Ash Taylor's stoppage time uh, equalise mm-hmm. against Indy United at home. Always important not to lose your opening game. So that would have been good uh, for Derek. And, and, you know, Derek, when he needs to shut up shop, he, he can do it well. You know, he really zones in and things like that. But it's a, it's a big ask. You've got to remember that command that have just come up. He's added... You know, a few players to the squad, but I don't think it's the finished article by by any man or means. And Derek will still be looking to strengthen. Um, I think they'll make it stuffy uh, for Rangers tomorrow. You're looking forward to seeing probably Ben Davies starting as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, followed his progress for a for a number of years. He's a good player, um, Paul. He'll certainly enhance the the Rangers uh, backline. And it's just, I think it's a question of whether. Ben Davis becomes the outright partner of Conor Goldson in a two or whether John Souter comes into the equation longer term um, as a three. But I think if it's just a two, for me, it's, it's a natural for Goldson and Davis to, to be the first choice. Barry, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, again, like, I think John Souter could play with in Rangers starting 11. The thing that people said was um, he's been used to playing on the right side. I believe if he did play on the left side, give him a wee bit of time, good players can adjust. And I think John Souter will be a very good player for uh, for Rangers in the future. Sad news, obviously, seeing that he's, his brother passed away, which um, obviously my thoughts go out to him and his family. But listen, that's what you need at a club. You need stre- uh, strength and depth, and that's what Rangers have got. And again, you don't perform which Rangers didn't on Tuesday. Well, do you know what? There's people sitting on that bench and even in that stand that can come in and take your place so you need to be on it if you're not on it you're not being the starting 11 you like what uh, Yilmaz was saying that yeah. uh, the Turkish left back 5.3 million yeah. but he basically said I'm going to repay that and more in the future yeah. but yeah. I'll, you know, I'll give you a few years service he, and he then spoke, be, yeah. he spoke well yeah I like that you know I thought he came across well without being being arrogant or, or, or cocky but he speaks with confidence he clearly believes in himself and as I've said from, from the outset on this transfer part, I, I don't know a lot about him. I'll watch him, obviously. He comes with a um, with a good pedigree. And for Rangers to pay five million quid, it's a hell of a lot of money. Um, but the manager knows a left-back because he played sure. there himself. So, you know, if there's one position, and I know centre-mid and left-mid, but he captained his country in a World Cup final at left-back. So he knows exactly what's required. He also knows about not just about the ability, but the mentality that's required to to, to perform there. Because you're getting up and down, Paul. You're constant. You've got to have a great engine. You've got to whip balls into the into the box. Um, so, yeah, Yilmaz, yeah, it looks as though he's going to be a good one. 
That's a good line. GVB knows about a good fullback. That <laughs> <laughs> made you smile, Mr. Ferguson. Yeah, that I smile in my face there. But, but I was impressed with the 20 or so minutes when he came on against Union SG. At least he showed mm-hmm. a bit of positivity mm-hmm. when he yeah. got the ball. A zip. Yep. Yeah. Energy. Yeah. Drive. And he's yeah. at a good age again. And listen, Mark's just mentioned that he plays in a position that the manager played in. And I'm sure he'll get better and better. But I like to look at him. Um, as I said, I've only seen clips of him can't really tell much when he come on and Tuesday night in Belgium I was like this boy looks looks the part but if you pay five million pound and we're saying that's a lot of money and you yeah. just see what Chelsea yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is a lot of money in terms of Scottish transfer sure. fee so yeah I'm expecting a lot for this young kid and do you know what I like about him he's got a bit of confidence about him as well which you need to play at the old firm What about Cholak before we go to the news it's obviously been a really tough um, few days for him mm-hmm. they've got to get his confidence up yeah he did look he struggled in the last couple of games for the simple fact is he, he's no Denny service so how can you blame he, him then yeah yep. he's no service and, and you know what a few people have said to me ah, I'm no sure of him well do you know what I'll give my verdict on when ball started getting fired into the box yeah, and yeah. there's opportunities there for him um, it, it's a tough one it was, it was a tough one I thought he was really really isolated on Tuesday night and when the yeah. ball come up when you don't touch it for 10 or 15 minutes and somebody fires a ball in you're, you're not really involved that much and your touch tends to, to let you down so look one thing about him is he work hard he does he, he puts a right good shift in but until he gets the service in you can't I don't think you can judge him and, and also under those circumstances Paul a number 9 becomes an easy target because he's a striker and, and that like he's mm-hmm. 1.8 million quid I've no doubt even the clips that I've seen of him pre-season friendlies and mm-hmm. you know at, at Livy as well that that's money well spent yeah. I've no doubt about that but I think it's just always oh, a number who, who, who can we go for I, I Cholak he looked, didn't he look interested yeah. he was a bit lazy oh, but you know he's yet he scored goals where was he set did he miss two or three sitters no he didn't no. He? was <laughs> he, he given any chances to no. go and score yeah. okay maybe his link up play could have been better now and again but over the piece he was an easy target and I think it was very very unfair on him and he was unlucky not to get a goal at Livingston you know it was so yeah. close yeah, yeah but again he comes alive when the ball goes in the box yeah that, that's some some strikers you don't see uh-huh. for 88 minutes or 89 minutes and then they come alive when it comes in but I think he's a penalty box striker I think he just he thrives on service into the box and He's been starved at that. Apart from the second half when Rangers started pushing a bit at Livingston, balls were getting crossed in for whether it was a wide player, whether it was a full-back. So, um, look, I, I think it's a bit harsh on him that a few people are commenting that he, he might not be a, a good signing for Rangers. We're back after the news. Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.com. Let's go! Yeah, we're just going through the card here with Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney. Looking forward to the weekend games coming up. 
Tomorrow, Aberdeen against St Mirren. Aberdeen, uh, Jim Goodwin up against his old club. Motherwell against St Johnson, two teams that people are worried about this season. Rangers against Kilmarnock. And the news, uh, Alfredo Morella should get at least some minutes tomorrow, back after, what, five months being out. And then Ross County against Celtic. And on Sunday, Hibs against Hearts, Dundee United against Livingston. Hibs, Hearts, Mark... The battle of the two big goalkeepers. Yeah, you know, Craig Gordon and, and, and David Marshall, you know, um, been Scotland international uh, colleagues for a while, both brilliant. And, uh, you know, David Marshall, I think three or four years younger than than Craig Gordon. But yeah, it'll, it'll take something special to beat uh, both of them uh, uh, on Sunday. And uh, at the moment, Paul, I would fancy Hearts. I think Hearts will, uh, will win that game. Didn't ask you for that just yet, know, but, uh, but there we I'm are. You giving us that. Just, um, I don't think many would disagree, but Aidan McGeady would have, who was with us last night making his debut here on the Go Radio Football Show. He was on with Kenny Miller. They'd heard you saying that the night before. The two of them, you know, they're. Uh, <laughs> I think that? they. I just that was when, complimentary. Uh, you, you were indeed two and, players that uh, I rated highly. Obviously, when I played against Aidan, I tried to kick him a few <laughs> times, but you know, to have a. Did he give it back? Yeah, he was he was yeah. needily on the pitch. Uh-huh. I, I yeah. like that. I, I enjoyed that. And and Kenny's up there with as money as me. Um, <laughs> but no, listen, two really good players. Aiden's out. Now, I think what a couple of months. Yeah, six to eight weeks. He, he was a big yeah. signing. Him mm. and David Marshall with experience. Yeah. He, he both of them and the level at both of them have played it. Um, he'll be a big miss for Hibs. But in terms of the two goalkeepers, two top goalkeepers. Yeah. They're really top class goalkeepers and both if captains any, as well. Yeah, aren't they? Yeah, if any yeah. any young aspiring goalkeeper, I want to look at them like Alan McGregor as well. I mean, these are guys that have played at top level and and played international football at the highest level. And I think Kate, as well, yeah. both the goalies, Paul, actually very. I mean, apart from their ability, but if you look at their mannerisms, how they handle themselves in the pit, they're not like big shouters and and moaners. Or you know, they're, they're, they they can stay fairly. Fairly calm and, and and fairly settled, regardless uh, of the of the circumstances that they may find themselves in uh, during the game. But um, you know, for David Marshall, it's just a chance to go and get a few years more football under his belt. He's had a couple of injuries recently, but you know, he's he's a national hero, isn't he? Obviously, for for what happened. We'll never uh, forget in Serbia. that. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a he's a national hero, and for Craig Gordon, the football writers play the year at what forty years old, mm-hmm. third time, only man. In the history of the, the games even beat Barry Barry only got it twice um, so when you think about it um, you know two really good yep. two really good guys between the, the sticks and both clubs very very lucky to have them and if you I, missed, I, yep. I, 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 I thought it was Callum McGregor last year uh-huh. yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people would agree with you but yeah it, it's amazing and, isn't it and then you, yeah. you think about two years ago Celtic letting them go, let them go. yep the summer of uh, Foster still, yep. still baffles me yeah that, that decision but listen Celtic's loss was Hearts gain exactly we'll talk about that later in the programme and also somebody is going to be winning well it could be there'll be £100 for coming on tonight because we've teamed up with Clyde Built Home Improvements and you can win 250 every Friday in fact it's going to be an extra 300 tonight tell you more later um, you can still register to get involved this is go.co.uk predicting the weekend Results. That's it. Win, lose, or draw. You don't have to give us the actual scoreline. Headlines then. Well, you don't need to yeah. give the actual scoreline. No, just win, lose, draw. Mm. Yep. I mean, we'll ask the scorelines, but uh, you can't take part of yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Scorelines. Listen, I've been away, so. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Good to have you back, Barry. You're buzzing. Uh, they were talking about the age of goalkeepers, and we know they play on a bit, but Kenny Miller was saying last night, Mark, that, you know, at 36, it's still really young, for example, for. Um, 
David Marshall. Mar- Marshall. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say Craig Gordon, but he's a wee bit older. Yeah. But it's true, the fitness level of uh-huh. players, if you can be injury-free, uh-huh. and we were talking about the context of Aidan McGeady just being uh-huh. 36, yeah. do you think, oh, that's an, you know, an injury out for six to eight weeks, no reason why you can't come back? No, I mean, Aidan McGeady will, will do well. I mean, it's a great sign to get Aidan McGeady on a, a, a free transfer. Brilliant mm. uh, bit of business. It's very unfortunate that he's, he's injured. In terms of David Marshall, I think he signed a three-year deal, Paul. Mm. So for him, that takes it to, what, 39 not on to 40. You know, for a club like Hibs, for Lee Johnson or any other manager in the future, when you walk in the door and you're assessing your squad, you think, hey, oh, I've got David Marshall, brilliant. You know, just like, you know, Robbie, Robbie Nielsen gets gets Craig Gordon to, to come back to the to the club. Ange Postacoglu signs Joe Hart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so you think that Alan McGregor, John McLaughlin vying for the, for the Rangers, number one. So the goalkeeping position is great. Look at Liam Kelly. Last week, you know, the saves that he pulled off for Mullet to help them get the three points when they were under, you know, under the cosh and the, and the spotlight was really on them for, for, for all their own reasons. So the goalkeeping position is good. And for David Marshall, I think that's Hibs there comfortably get a, get a goalkeeper for the next five years, no problem. Let's get down to the games themselves. We'll go back to the media conference this afternoon. Ange Postacoglu defending champions and going up to Dingwall tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be a, a good challenge. We went up there a couple of times last year and um, they started the season, I thought, strongly last week. I thought they were in the first half they were you know, they, they were good value for, for, for getting a couple of goals. Um, didn't end up that way, but um, they look like they've picked up where they left off last year, even though they've, they've had a, a bit of a change in personnel. But in terms of their... Intent. It's from what I saw last week uh, against Hearts. It's the same. You know, they're going to be aggressive with and without the ball, and um, you know that sets us up for a good challenge. But you know, from our perspective, nothing really changes. You know, we we just got to make sure we, we bring our best game and play our football. And when we do that, uh, we know we're hard to stop. And David Turnbull was remembering that game last December. It kind of showed another day attitude. Um, we're pushing the full game. Ross County. Set last ten minutes behind the sat behind the ball and kind of made it hard for us to break break them down and just about going to the very final minute and I think that was what it was ninety six ninety seven minutes and we kept playing our own football and it was it was just about believing in it and and it worked in the end. It's too much said about the venue at Dingwall because it's the furthest away, smaller smaller pitch. Barry, what did you feel playing at Dingwall? Oh, you travelled the day before. Yeah, um, you get a full night's sleep and you yeah. got up and especially this stage of the season the pitch will be like a bowling green um, up there and the weather will be pretty decent um, you don't want to be going up there around about the, the kind of December, January time um, where it's a, a bit wild but like, I don't think there'll be any excuses for Celtic getting up there at this stage in the season but they're going to make it difficult no doubt Ross County um, with the manager they've got he knows how to set a team up and he knows how to frustrate a team but for me if you're looking at you look at the squad that I've Celtic got, Celtic have got too much quality in, in my eyes. It's been a lighter pre-season for Celtic, we've said that many times, with no qualification for Europe. The manager talked about that today. It's different, it's not hard or easy, it's just different, so you take a different approach, but you know, from our perspective it just means an adjustment to the way we train. So training's been really good this week, You know, really competitive. Obviously, you know, we've got a really strong squad this year, um, I think we're, we're stronger than we were from a squad perspective uh, on the back of last year, which means Training is super competitive and now that the games have started, everyone wants to play. So you know, everything we do is, is really at a high tempo and ultra competitive. And as I said, so um, that's the only difference. We can just get more work done during the week and, and, and prepare them for the weekend games. And, you know, we can use this period over the next sort of three weeks to 
make sure the players are ready for what's ahead because once the game starts, as you said, we won't have a lot of time for training. So we're using this time to get the players ready for that. How big is the next month or so for Celtic? They've had this time. It's unusual, Mark. It's uncharted yeah. territory, really, isn't it? Because normally they would have been playing midweek yeah. in a qualifier. Yeah, you know, the, the, the stress and the anxiety. You see what Rangers have gone through since Tuesday night and the way it will be in the build-up to, to this Tuesday. That's what Celtic were going through year after year after year after year. So I've not got that. The money's in the bank. The manager knows what he can do, what his limitations are. And that's what he'll want, Paul. You know, that, that is key. When you've not got a midweek game, so your players haven't got that edge, particularly this time when they're still trying to find a full flow and momentum, full match fitness, he'll want training to be right on it. I mean, really proper. Some, you know, And it's a chance to get two or three proper sessions in and then your, your prep today will be lighter and your set-piece stuff. But um, he'll demand that from the players and the players will want to go and show us and I want to play on Saturday. Because see, if you're not playing tomorrow, you've got a week to wait. Yeah. It's not like, well, he might bring me in on Tuesday or Wednesday if so-and-so doesn't play so well or, or whatever. You've got a week to week to, to wait and that can be... In some respects, it's great. They don't have the pressure of the Champions League. In other respects, it'll be a wee bit frustrating. Yeah. There could be a downside for the squad that they're not getting actual game time, Barry. Because, yeah, you know, it, was, it was a bad night for Rangers the other evening, but they've had another 90 minutes. Yeah, but you hear Postacoglu there that it's really competitive, it's a high tempo. Um, and probably in the Tuesday session, they would have probably done as much work as you would do in a a normal game because you've got the monitors and whatever um, on Paul so look I, I think as a player and as a manager you would rather play games of football but the way it's worked out for Celtic they've got straight in and, and rightly so the champions of the country should get straight into the Champions League um, but I, I don't think it'll make a, a difference Paul they'll be up to speed it genuinely takes you three or four games to, to do that but the way that he trains that I've heard he trains um at full pelt and you wait, you see the way that Celtic um, play I mean that game against Aberdeen they were th they were at it non-stop as soon as they they attack and they lose the ball they're all trying to get the, the ball back as quickly as possible but in, in terms of fitness wise now they've had a full pre-season they've had games under their, their belt they'll, they'll be getting virtually up to up to speed now he spoke today about the man he partnered at that point CCV was on loan he's now signed as we all know Carl Starfelt, what's the latest on his fitness? He's training, yeah, he's training, he's, uh, he's available. You know, he's obviously, we've just got to pick our moment to to throw him back in there. Um, obviously, you know, he hasn't played any competitive football yet. So, uh, but he's trained, what's first full week of sort of training and uh, available. So, um, yeah, I'll just make a decision about whether we uh, bring him back tomorrow or, or, you know, next week. Nobody's emerged, Mark, as they're to take his position. Would you expect him to be back soon? Doesn't sound like tomorrow, but do you think it's going to be back to CCV and uh, yeah, Starfield? You, yeah, yep. you, you'd imagine. So obviously, you know, young Wells getting his goal uh, the other day and, you know, by all accounts, they've, they've, you know, there's been a couple of notes of interest in Stephen Welsh and clubs have been given no encouragement. So that suggests, uh, Paul, um, you know, that, that Jens and Welsh... Um, and Carter Vickers and, and Starfelt were your four and I think I said in the programme a week, ten days ago that I thought there was a future for Christopher Julian obviously that's gone yeah. you know I'd be very very surprised um, if there is now so it's a bit sourcing in a club um, that suits him that suits Celtic whether it's loan or whether it's permanent and I think he'll be one of three or four players that, that you'll see get out the door sooner uh, rather than later so Starfelt and I would expect Starfelt to be better Paul you know, so happy to give players the benefit of the doubt in the first season I know he certainly improved there's no doubt about that but I still think to be 
a, a top level certain half for Celtic if you look at what they've got on the other side that certainty and consistency of Carter Vickers Starfelt still a, a good notch below mm. uh, that so there's improvement in him but I think he's, he's got it in his locker to go and produce that just my one concern or my main concern about him is um, his, his distribution his accuracy uh, when it, when he's passing because it's a passing based game from the back that the manager wants and sometimes I think he can just be a wee bit suspect in that Barry what do you feel on that about Starfield? Yeah and, and also similar to what we've been speaking about John Suter a right footer playing on the, the mm. left side it, yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't really help him because I quite like balance if you're playing yeah. two centre backs a left footer and a right footer um, at, at the start when they signed him I, I thought this is going to be a long tough season for him but to be fair to him he came through it and he gradually get better and, and better and they, they did they, they struck up a, a real uh, good um, partnership but um, Carter Vickers he was the main he was the main one there he was, he was a solid one yeah. um, and it was I think it was so important for Posta Coglu to get that one over the, Huge, over the line because yeah, again he started pretty slow but I thought the last half of the season he was up there with Callum McGregor as their best player and of course he had Juranovic alongside him there on the right so they were stronger on the right Celtic weren't they than they were in the left they brought in Burnaby they're not going to pay 4.3 million not to play him soon well, Barry. To, yeah. to be fair I watched the Celtic game and something and I thought Taylor I mean, you know what you're going to get for Taylor yeah. he's steady mm. Eddie he's going, to, he's going to be that 6, 7 out of 10 every week but I thought he was really good mm -hmm. Uh, and Sunday so he'll need to um, he'll need to wait if Taylor's going to produce these sort of performances he could be on the sidelines for a, a while yet although Mark that, that spending that money they would expect him to be challenging as Barry's yeah. mentioned yeah. to be the first choice yeah but then you know he probably thought Greg Taylor so right okay here we go I'm going to have to go up a notch you know and, and, and he's certainly in the, in the evidence of the first competitive 90 minutes he's risen to to the challenge so you know, when Postacoglu is sitting down and, and choosing his team, whether it's for tomorrow against uh, Ross County or whenever it's going to be, price tags will not come into his head, Paul. He'll just say, Greg Taylor, fine. Is he on it? Yeah, fine. Bernard Byron, are you all right? He costs four million quid, but you're on the bench. Because mm. it would be totally unfair on on on, uh, on Greg Taylor um, to leave him out. But eventually, Bernard Bell will get in. It always happens. He'll get in, he'll get a run, yeah. and, he'll, and, and he'll show... Um, what he's made of the manager said do, a few do, days do you know ago what, yeah. do, do you know what happens there but see when a player comes in in your position like Greg Taylor's there and he's seen a sign and what was it 4.3 million pound mm -hmm. now you either go up a level or you throw the toys out yeah, the pram yeah, yeah. that's what you do and you think he, he has gone up a level he looks better doesn't he well, well yeah. in Stepped evidence up. what sure. I watched in, in Sunday Greg Taylor was one of Celtic's best best players it's easy yeah. oh, do you know what they've just signed somebody for 4 million pound What's the uh, point? But he's thought, I'm rolling my sleeves up here. Like Ralston as well, when Juranovic came in. Well, do you know what? Here's the manager. He yeah. mentions them now. I'd hate to dismiss this as a difficult fixture just because of the venue. I think it's a difficult fixture because of the opposition you face as well. You know, like I said, Ross County are a, are a good side. You know, they make it hard for oppositions, whoever goes there. So, um, you know, I can tell you when uh, Anthony Ralston snuck on in in the last minute, it felt like Celtic Park in that. Uh, in those moments, so the atmosphere is still, still, uh, still pretty decent. So, um, you know, like I said, for us, it's we just got to focus on on playing our football, irrespective of whatever challenge it is. Uh, what we showed last year and so far this year is that, um, irrespective of what's we we've been put before us, if we can play our football, sort of stick to the task, be disciplined. Like I said, we're hard to stop. 
Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a huge moment for Celtic, you know, on, on, with the benefit of hindsight, you look back, that two points was so important. Um, we mentioned how tricky it'll be on the road. You know, Dingwall was a venue, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, they, they dropped two points. Um, up there, you think back to the defending from Rangers um, that day, it wasn't good enough. So, yeah, I mean, as I said, Paul, if you emerge as the champions in May, you'll be going to places like Dingwall and Wins. See, if you're not, you're making it very, very hard uh, for yourself. And obviously, you can tell that that is a moment that's really stuck in Ange Postecoglou's mind. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the drama of the 96, 97 minutes. The fans, you know, right on top of your stadium. Anthony Ralston, a, a boy who's come through the ranks who probably didn't have a future at the club until the manager arrived. All those wee things um, into the mix, then, that you know, it was a, it was a terrific day for Celtic. Slim margins, isn't it? When you think yeah, about Celtic. I remember yeah. that game. Yeah. When I heard Postacoglu saying it erupted like Celtic Park. I mean, I was sitting watching it and my loving <laughs> them erupted. <laughs> my cup of tea nearly through the TV. The 60 entry was nearly a goner, wasn't it? I remember that. Uh, no, but do you know what? That, that's the sign of a good team. Because you know yeah. what? Seeing it starts goes into like the 93rd, 94th. Yeah. Listen, you keep going. You don't think, ah, do you know what? We're not going to get anything here. That, that, that's the sign of a a top team that, that they never give in because you just don't don't know at any stage and they forced a corner and it comes in and obviously Ralston gets it and the place went um, mental yeah. and that, that, they sort of games mm. that wins your league yeah. they yeah. sort of games 96-97 minutes did you ever say to the ref did the ref ever say Barry how, how long do you well, want I, I had it on the stopwatch <laughs> you're like how long to go how long do you need stopwatch <laughs> I'm sure they put up Six minutes and it went seven. Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. Our lawyers are listening here on the Go Radio Football Show. You need to laugh, don't you, Barry? In the football thing, laugh. Yeah, you agree exactly. Yeah, if you don't laugh, you're listening to Radio Scotland. Right, we're back in a moment. I'm joking. Some great people there at the BBC, of course there is. But thank you for making the switch. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Visit their brand new Toyota showroom at Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show. The weekend starts here and we're looking forward to a great weekend of football. Aberdeen St Mirren tomorrow, Motherwell against St Johnson, Rangers Kilmarnock and Ross County against Celtic. So unusual, Barry, for both uh, the big two to be playing at the same time. Yeah, it, it sure is. Um, normally one's um, on the Saturday, the other one's on the, the, the Sunday, yeah. but that's proper football. For me, growing up, yeah. it was three o'clock on a, was that it? Three yeah. o'clock on a Saturday, but listen... TV's taking over mm. and, and obviously the finances that come around. No great fin- finances mm. up here for our clubs, but um, yeah, yeah. I, like, I like three o'clock Saturday kickoffs. Did you play in the morning for the school or whatever? I know you went really early to Rangers, so what, what was a Saturday like for you when you were 14, let's say? Um, I, I, would, I would play three games in a weekend. Yeah, but I would be half nine in the, about nine in the morning, half nine, then I would have another game afternoon mm. and then play in the, in the Sunday as well. Yeah. Um, that's why my legs were knackered at <laughs> did you get and watch Football Focus or something at lunchtime and then go out and play again in the uh, afternoon I, I used I to watch all sorts of football I still do growing up yeah. Scott Sport Jim White you know what I mean sure, sure. <laughs> do you remember <laughs> Paul on that no do you remember Paul on uh, Scott Sport no well he's put on a wee bit Two of ago, exactly <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I used to learn the Saturday afternoon Saints and Greavesy oh yeah brilliant weren't they yeah uh, I I, so you it. were an on the ball man ITV uh, yep you still love it Bob great. Wilson for Wilson. small focus uh, indeed oh, yeah. Yeah. Was, was Arsenal good. goalkeeper Scotland yeah. as well Saint Greavesy I worked with them they were absolutely yeah. brilliant they were I great think. yeah we brought them up the first road shows they ever did we took them to Falkirk Irvine uh, Greenock and um it was the motor showroom in Motherwell you know the big it used to be the Skelly's place yeah. with 2,000 people in there and um, yeah St. Greavesy 
Do you have a night out? Fantastic. After it, it, well, remember Greavesy was great, so he came back to the house for a cup of tea in Bothwell. And oh, I'm saying a night you know, out. No, no, but I'm about to tell you, oh, but right, that's right. because he didn't he didn't drink, you know, and because he had the drink problem. So he he so he just wanted to chat to people. Um, Saint wanted to get back in into town and just rest, but uh, Greavesy was he just wanted company because you know he, he'd uh, battled with the drink. But what a guy he was. He was absolutely, he was fascinating because yeah, he didn't want to be on his own. I used it? to love yeah. it. Do you know what? It was serious at times, but uh, also they had uh, a right good, good laugh. And yeah. you, you could tell as well, the thing I liked as a viewer when you watched it and the telly and you, wasn't involved in, in the kind of industry at that time. So you know, it was hearty laughs. <laughs> they were proper yeah. chuckles that, that, that they had, you know, which was, I think, was always a, a good thing to tell. Mm. It was they manufactured, you yeah. know, they, they were really enjoying the, the programme. Do you know what I remember with Gravesy as well? And we talked about agents. And he said, "Paul, see, when I was down and I was drinking and I'd just gone out of the game and I was, you know, trying to get another club because he'd obviously been uh, West Ham, Tottenham, Chelsea as well." He said, "But nobody wanted to know me when I was at my lowest." Really and as is. soon as I started doing uh, Saint Gravesy, then agents wanted to know. So he he did his own deal. Right. Um, he, they were absolutely brilliant. They did help to change it, didn't it, on the yeah. telly? What a goal scorer he was! Mm. Who's going to be the top scorer? In England this year, who do you oh. think? I mean, Harland could take them to yeah. the Champions League title. To Harland or Kane for yeah. me. I know. Yeah, I'm, I have to say Harland. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Harland could just really rip, rip it up. But even even though I still fancy Liverpool for the title, I think Harland yep. could absolutely rip it up. And in Scotland, who do we think will be the top scorer? We inevitably think about Celtic or Rangers. So, yeah. And do you know what I'm going to go between two? Morelos and. Jack and Marcus. Right. Do yeah. That's good. Yeah. I agree. You know, I, I think that, you know, I'm looking at Kyogre again last year. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I don't, he does this strike as if he's prolific. Mm-hmm. Listen, he's, he's an outstanding yeah. footballer. I know all that. And, you know, his movement and everything, his intelligence, and he helps take Celtic to a different level. But he just, for me, he's not a number nine. Yeah, and and I'm I know he same. is. And, and I, mm-hmm. like, I know people, oh, you shoot me down, you're talking garbage, what do you know? But, He's not a number nine for me in terms of a centre forward as I would know a centre forward as I think of a centre forward. That's why I think if given a, a run like Jackie Marcus, that's why I was kind of saying as well at the top of the show, I think I wonder if it's a position that the manager is is is, is looking at, you know. I think between the two. Mm-hmm. How many goals will they get? Because through injury, they didn't get as many as they would have last season. Kyogo, of course, um, missed so much of it and then Fredo... Morel's missed it since March. I wonder how many goals. It's been a while since the top strikers have had 20 goals, hasn't it? Yeah, because I think we've, <clears throat> we've touched on this in the, in the past few weeks. A, that they're, they're lone strikers now, Paul, so it's a tougher shift. They yep. don't have a partner to, to take the kind of weight off them and bounce off yep. each other. Yep. Uh, and B, so therefore, maybe if, if they get a game in the bag, you know, like Celtic means a lot of times they'll, they'll have things sewn up after 60, 70 minutes, they'll maybe take that striker yeah. off and then they've got guys in the bench. So say it's Kyogo's on and Jackie Marcus is sitting there giving the manager the eye saying, come on, I've worked hard this week, I've trained hard, give me 20 minutes, Gaffer. And then also it's Kyogo yeah. that sacrificed or it's Morelos that would make way for Cholak or, or whatever it may be. So yeah, the days when you, when you think back to McCoy's and Charlie Nicholas yeah. and Mo Johnson's, all those guys, you know, Matt Haitley's banging in, you know, 30 goals by March. They don't really happen anymore. <coughs> That's true. Uh, he's yeah. grew on me. Jack and Marcus, yeah. I wasn't too mm-hmm. sure when he, he came in. Um, whether that's down to not having a pre-season, because I'm sure he came in without a pre-season. Yeah. Yeah. It took him a bit of, of time. But one thing about him is, he does know what the back of the net is. If you mm-hmm. watch him close, his movement in the box. and, and um, Yeah, I, I've certainly been impressed in the, the last half of the season. And I, I do think he's... Pr- 
what we were talking about Sholak I think he feeds on deliveries mm-hmm. he, he needs balls into the box I think he's not one of these players that will go and link up like Morelos is more of a link up Kyogo's more of a kind of link up and run the channels or whatever but I think Jack and Marcus he just wants the ball in the box and to go and attack it 12 goals for Kyogo last season Mark was impressive wasn't uh, it but, yeah, given no, that he was out for so long Paul you know what, what I just said about him two minutes ago that I'm not criticising the guy I'm just saying like know. you know number yeah. nines but you yeah. know listen for 4 million quid mm. he's sensational Celtic to put on the market you know they, they quadruple their money easy mm-hmm. um, for to go in the open market so no, look he's he's a, he's a quality player his intelligence you know for me you look at you know the way he came back uh, was it for the cup final against Tibbs you know, he'd hardly kicked the ball in a number of weeks, and boom, money came, changed the game, and then he had you know three months out with his his hamstring. But um, no, he's a he's an outstanding um, player. But he just, as I've said again, not that prolific number nine. Though. He might go and score thirty goals this season. You, Who knows? Know. He's certainly got it in his <laughs> locker yeah. um, to go and do that. It's more Celtic audio tonight. We don't have uh, anything from Rangers this evening. That's why it's a bit more. Uh, from Celtic Rangers there'll be more ahead of after tomorrow and ahead of Tuesday Uh, the manager uh, Ange Postacoglu was speaking about James McCarthy we mentioned it earlier is he going on loan any news? Not on my radar mate Um, you know kind of dealing with what's in front of me and what's in front of me uh, um, Mac is still training with us he's part of the squad uh, so um, yeah in terms of what's happening beyond that not on my radar He's straight to the point, isn't he, Barry? Not on my radar, mate. Yeah, yeah, but I think if James was sitting on the stand, he would be thinking to himself, yeah. "I need to be involved." Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he maybe give it another couple of couple of weeks, and um, that gives you another week or ten days before the the window closes. And as I said at the start of the show, I still think he's a good player. There's no doubt in my mind. You don't get down and play yeah. at Wigan and, and Everton mm-hmm. and Crystal Palace and. Republic Ireland and international he's still a good football player but I just think he'll be thinking to himself I'm at an age where I need to have a, a better chance of playing week in and week out so I think over the next couple of weeks you'll either see whether he can fight his way back into the 18 or whether he goes and plays elsewhere and as you'd mentioned Sunderland or yeah. one of the clubs mm. Alex Neil played with him yeah. um, so that'll be interesting to see what, what happens in, in, um, in that front and Aidan McGeady last night, of course, just up from Sunderland, said that uh, when he played with him at Everton, he said he's an absolutely terrific player and what an engine. I mean, I know there's question marks about, uh, maybe not the fitness, but just to get... We haven't seen him play consecutive games. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame, though. You know, some people's, you know, kind of zone in on his, his attendance record. You know, there'll be nobody more frustrated than James um, about that. But then you, you take away for that and, say, and assess him when he does play, what he's contributed, as Barry said, over a, a <clears throat> career at the highest level for a decade, he's coming to Celtic, he'll want to play, Paul, you know, he's not the kind of boy that's, that's happy picking up his wage and sitting in the stand, he's not that kind of character at all, um, and he'll be frustrated that he's not a part of it, and I would, I would imagine that he's, it, it doesn't look as if he's going to become a regular starter for Celtic, which is unfortunate, because I'd love to see him do well, I've known him since he was a kid at Hamilton, He's a first-class guy. Did you? Yeah, yeah I did, yeah. And lovely fact, we're down to see him at, at Wigan a few times. Um, and, you know, just a, a first-class boy who's worked really, really hard um, to, to, to get what he, what he got to. And um, he'll want to go and play football. And you, and you can't blame him for that. Whether it's a loan, whether it's permanent, I just, I genuinely feel for him that's not worked out better for him at Celtic because he deserves to play for Celtic. He's got the ability and the intelligence and the mentality 
to go and play for Celtic but it's just not worked I mean you look at what he's up against a Callum McGregor you know all those kind of guys it's, you know, it's a tough shift to go and um, get into that team but I, th- I think he'll it looks to me as if he's going to go and, and, and rightly so he came through yeah, yeah he came through I, ha- I played against him when I was a young man coming through at Hamilton and, and you know right away when I played against him I looked and I thought this this boy's got something mm-hmm. and he, he proved to go on and, and have a, a real good ca- a good career and it's hard see when you're no playing and then you get put in for a game when you're you're, you're fit but you're no match fit sure it's it's tough, yep. and then people start questioning. Oh, is he is he a Celtic player? Look, he's a right good player. You don't become a bad player overnight. You just needs games, and I think James will be looking at his age, and he'll be thinking to himself, right, you know what? I'm going to give it another couple of weeks, and then he'll make the right decision for him, for his career. Because by the way, he'll not be short of options. No, no indeed, yeah, yeah. options. Yeah. I think clubs yeah. will be keep my close mm. eye on it, and if he becomes available, Mark's right. There'll be a few clubs would take him in a, a heartbeat. Here's David Turnbull again talking about goals for this season. I'd say I've got one kind of targets in my head um, what I want to do. Um, game time, I'd say last season I played quite a lot. To be honest, I know I had injury but there was a lot of games um, they were coming thick and fast and I'd say it was just taking a try play as many games as I can and just hopefully my body keeps up. Last season it was disappointment, but uh, I'm feeling fat and ready to go. He's also been speaking about a player who left. Most people are surprised that Tom Rogic left in, in May. With Tom leaving, I think last season most of the games I played at the start of the season was with Tom. So it was good. It was great to play alongside him. Him leaving kind of opens up spaces for other boys, whoever it is. But yeah, I'd like whatever position I'd play, I'd like to nail down and kind of make him my own. That's it's just up to me if I perform well and can he do what I need to do a lot's changed in a year isn't it and Tom Rogic is one of the mysteries but it is um, another opportunity yeah I was surprised that he left but you watch Matt O'Reilly mm-hmm. you see why yeah. Poster Coglu was, was um, happy enough to, to let him go um, and listen it's I think Matt mentioned it there that three behind that main striker that Celtic play there's real real competition you've got Turnbull you've got Maeda you've got Jota you've got Abada you've got O'Reilly um, you've got and Hitati yeah. plays in that position Forrest Forrest indeed yeah um, so you again as we keep saying it to be successful Paul you need competition for places um, and sometimes you can hear it I think Turnbull wants to play he's good enough to play Um he just needs to wait on his chance and when you get that chance you need to grab it with both hands because you know if you don't there's other uh, real good players ready to take your place and Mark Tom Rogic looks as though he's uh, teaming up with Neil Lennon in Cyprus yeah yeah I saw a wee line on that uh, today Paul and uh, if that comes off what a sign that is for Neil Lennon uh, for for Nicosia but I have to say I'm surprised I'm surprised if if that comes off he's going to end up playing in the Cypriot League with the greatest respect to that league Tom Rogers, I think, is 31. You look at what he produced last season, he's still tip-top. He's still got it all uh, there. Um, so, look, I, 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 don't, I don't know the background um, uh, to all what, what the, the circumstances are, but I, I, I just think that I'm absolutely surprised because, for me, he should be playing at a much better level than, than the Cypriot League. Of course. And he's only 29. I'm not 29, 29 is he, right? Ah, yes, he's 29. Rogic is 29. Oh, I mean, he's not 30 until the end of the year. He should have been best years yeah. of his career ahead exactly. of him, probably. Yeah? 
and I wasn't trying to. No, you know, no, it's fine. It's, no, I'm glad know, you corrected it. He's been here yeah. for so long. You think yeah. he's a bit older? He's 29. It is phenomenal. Some news in for Hibs fans. Chris Cadden has signed a three-year deal. So, yeah, good player, isn't he? Good player. And he was in the Scotland Chris squad, Cadden. you know, yeah. five years ago. Yeah, and, and, and his brother's doing well. Um, down the road, Nicky as well played yeah. with his played with his dad Stevie Albion Rovers. Oh, of course, uh, we, you were in the newspapers the, together the, as well, the, weren't you? The, then, the, 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 yeah, mum was Avril's, yeah, yeah. mum yeah. Avril's, lovely woman um, yeah. as well. So yeah, good. You know, watched them um, um, playing for uh, Chris playing for for Hibs last week as well, and he's, he's a really good player. Yeah, he's got a Isn't real he? good engine. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, he bombs down, yeah, he bombs the, up yeah. up and down um, that right side. Um, and again, that I was an what did, did he not go? Over the MLS dead for a short yeah. time, yeah, yeah. from Motherwell, yeah. and then COVID probably it was just. A, I think so, yeah. Just, and now did yeah. he come back and sign for Oxford? Maybe That's short it. spell at Oxford. That's he went yep. down That's south, one, but he's yep. he's um, yeah, he's he's a good player. Um, he's one of the players you want in your team as well. Yeah, he's, big boost for them ahead of the weekend. Right, a very quick break, and then we're back, and we're going to get the predictions. We'll go through the big games for the weekend. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Buy your next car completely online at MacklinMotors.com. Let's go. The score predictor on the Go Radio Football Show with Clyde Belt Home Improvements, specialists in all aspects of UPVC windows and doors. Yep, the time is here. We've teamed up with our friends at Clyde Belt Home Improvements. This is your chance to win, well, £100 for sure tonight, and it could be £300 on top of that on Monday. If you've registered at thisisgo.co.uk for your chance to predict all the scores this evening with Barry and Mark and on the line it's a Rangers fan tonight is Duncan from Rutherglen good evening Duncan hiya how you doing oh not bad thanks how are you yep we're good thanks uh, Barry you're chipper tonight I think in good form yeah well thanks for saying yeah and, uh, what's for dinner tonight yeah uh, do you know what yeah. I'm disappointed after what I text my missus to yeah. tell me what's for dinner so that tells me I might need to go and get a sausage supper well, nothing wrong with that Mark <laughs> what about yourself Chinese takeaway tonight oh, Paul excellent yeah. Duncan what about you yeah oh, I don't know yet don't know we'll wait to see see if you win you won't know tonight but if you do then it could be the old uh, something special steak pie supper or Special chicken. Uh, like that, yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. Let's find out the predictions, Duncan. Listen, we'll talk about Rangers the other night. You'd be so disappointed. Morelos is going to play at some point tomorrow. You'll be pleased. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he can come back and score a couple. For sure. Were you really surprised how poorly they played? Oh yeah, the other night. Yeah. 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 Do you get along to the games, Duncan? Yeah. No, not really. I don't get too much of them. No. But hopefully you're listening to us here in Go Radio. You'll have seen Barry yeah. a few times over the years. Hey, yeah, yeah, a few times, yeah. Barry, you're confident for Tuesday, though, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, for the simple fact is um, it'll be absolute bouncing on Tuesday night with with the crowd and when they go out, I'm sure the the fans will get in as early as possible. When you go out to do that warm up 40 minutes before the game starts, um, that's when you start to 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 feed off the the, the crowd and and listen, European nights. Yeah. Uh, Ibrooks, uh, there's no better atmosphere for me. It's going to be some night we'll be on before with the build up on Monday and on Tuesday. Right, Duncan, you'll stay with us for the next few minutes and we'll get all your predictions, the three of you. Yeah. Uh, we're going to kick off Aberdeen against St Mirren with Mark. But, Tordy, what <coughs> do you think? The Jim Goodwin derby? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Aberdeen 2, St Mirren 0. Why? Uh, I think Aberdeen got a bit be be between their teeth with a good uh, pre season, good League Cup campaign. Um, lost at Celtic Park last week but that could happen to any team and I think you know in front of a good crowd at Petodre tomorrow 
against I, I know St Mirren played well last week but they're still fragile still not good enough 2-0 Aberdeen Barry what do you reckon? Yeah I'm going to go 2-0 as well mm-hmm. I think Aberdeen playing their first home game of the season domestically um, I think they'll be too strong I watched the St Mirren um, Murrow game I fear for St Mirren mm-hmm. You think relegation I think they're going to be in the mix with another couple of clubs yeah, yeah. And they came so close to top six, you know, just the year before. And then they fell away late in the season there. Duncan, what do you think? Aberdeen or St Mirren? Yeah, I think 3-0 Aberdeen. Right, so you're going to Aberdeen with the boys. Does this help that Barry and Mark go first? Uh, but this time... Uh, a wee bit, yeah, yeah. A wee bit, yeah. Motherwell against St Johnson. I'm going to start with you, Duncan. Uh, I think it'll be enough in each. Do you? Do you think it's got that kind of look mm-hmm. about it? Yeah. Um, I see where Duncan's coming from, but I'm going to go a close one. Mother one, St. Johnson nil. Right, okay. Big Van Veen, do you think? Um, uh, no, I just uh, think no. the Stevie Hamill factor right. that, that uh-huh. he's been yeah. there, he bring a bit of freshness to the to the squad. Um, and again, it's their first home game in the mm-hmm. league at, at Fur Park. I just think it'll be a close one. It'll be, I don't think it'll be a, a great game no. if I'm being honest be with you but you know what the, yeah. the most important thing is it's getting the three points I think Mother will just nick it ok Mark I, I'm going to go well Duncan's going a draw Barry's going a home win I'll go an away win I'll go St Johnson to win 1-0 real tight tight game late winner I'm going to ask you where's the goal coming from good point um, probably, uh, St Johnson didn't score last week against Hibs down to 10 men I thought it was a poor decision it was to send yeah. off Murray Davidson but I think you know you look at them you know Jamie Murphy Graham Carey they're, they're, there's good options there and, and you know middle to front they're putting a few new things um, together but um, look Motherwell will certainly not make it easy I'll say it again I think if Stevie Hamill wins tomorrow he'll become the new manager of, of Motherwell so there's a hell of a lot riding on it wow. uh, for him but I'm going to go for it I, I would call that a wee bit of a an upset and go St. Johnson to win 1-0. St. Johnson to go 1-0 for Mark. So Barry's going for 1-0 Motherwell and Duncan is going for no scoring draw. Uh, we'll come to Rangers and Celtic in a moment or two then, Duncan. Let's go to Sunday. Dundee United against Livingston. And what a performance last night, Duncan, wasn't it? Dundee United beating RB... Um, AZ Altmar. I nearly said RB yeah. Leipzig. But AZ Mar- But it was fantastic. Oh yeah, they played, they played really well I thought last night. So what do you think on Sunday? Uh, who, who do you fancy? Uh, I think the D night will win two 0 on Sunday. Two 0 okay. Mark, what do you reckon? Hey. Mm. I'm going. Go, yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going to go one one because I still think there's a, there's a Thursday Sunday yeah. factor for um, to come into that lovely stuffy yeah. Dundee United. Yeah, I'm going to go one one. Mm-hmm. Barry, I've got it written down I here. See it. The, yeah, the, the, the same mm. um, for the simple fact. Look, Dundee United were. Brilliant last mm-hmm. night. Brilliant. I watched Livingston last uh, last week against Rangers you were live. Match. I was yeah. at the match and defensively I was really impressed with him. Uh-huh. And Nubly yeah. up front, if he's on his game, he'll cause Dun United problems. So I, I'm I'm going to go one each as well with this one. How much will that have taken out of Dundee United <laughs> last night? Full house. Europe. Yeah, I would, I've taken a lot out of them, no, no doubt, because they, they put some amount into the game. Yeah. Let's be honest with you. Um, they would have been they would have been shattered after it. Uh, but a couple of days recovery, um, I think they'll be they'll be fine. It'll be interesting to see if guys like Fletcher will play at his age, Mulgrew. You know what I mean? How are they going to cope with with three games in a in a yeah. week? Um, but credit to Dundee United last night. Thoroughly deserved it. But I think the game 
and Sunday it will be one each. And Matt, we do think there's something happening at Dundee United, and that's talk, not taken away from Livy, who played really well against yeah. Rangers. Yeah, no, I mean, look, you know, if you t- force me to pick a winner tomorrow mm. uh, for Sunday, rather I'd go to United, but I think that Livy will go and uh, get some. But look, the, the whole city will be buzzing, Paul, or one half of the city mm. will be buzzing. Yeah. 14,000 there last night, seeing their teams the first time you're over a, uh, a decade for a lot of their fans, it would have been the first time ever seen their team uh, playing there. And Jack Ross. A new manager on the place five or yep. six weeks, having to you know piece things together, starting with a goalkeeper and, and other signings. So, um, yeah, and Barry said at the top of the show, Le- Levitt, we, we, we all thought he had something you know about him last season, but to get him back again and to bring him uh, to the club's an outstanding bit of business. And to see the crowds, the crowds have been brilliant yeah. this season. I'm going to ask you about it before the end. How heartening is it? And it must be great for the players. I mean, last weekend's attendances were tremendous. Yeah, dead. Listen, it was brilliant, but look, for Dun United. They're a big club, and they should be getting that. They should be getting close to that every single week. But you've got to be successful, and I think they've got the right man in, and the squad that he's building. I think there'll, there'll be some good happening at, at Dundee United, but no on Sunday because they'll drop. Off. <laughs> I was in the city yesterday; it was buzzing. They yeah. were, you know, they were getting ready you know for what? it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And that's the kilt walk two weeks on Sunday. We spoke yeah. about Levitt. We spoke about yeah. Big Charlie at the back. We spoke about Fletcher up front. But beside. Levitt, um, Harks and, yeah, and Sibbald yep. yeah. they, they were really good as as well so and then you've got McGrath to come into yep. that mm. equation so yep and Middleton as we spoke about so oh, you've, just, you've just talked me I'm going to go 2-1 Dundee right <laughs> is he allowed to change are you changing no 2-1 yeah. Dundee United 2-1 Dundee United okay <laughs> <laughs> he's allowed yeah that's enough this is not Radio Dundee let's get back to oh we're going to Edinburgh Hibs against Hearts what do you think Barry 2-0 Hearts 2-0 Hearts Scorers, who do you think is it going to Boyce be? Boyson Mackay. Right, Boyson Mackay. Um, Duncan, what do you feel? 2-1 Hearts. 2-1 Hearts, the battle of the captains, the goalkeepers. Um, hearts are everyone. Do you think Hearts are going to come third this year? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, you reckon? Mark? 1-0 Hearts. 1-0 Hearts. So everyone's going for Hearts. Uh, in the derby, and the fact that it's at Leith makes no difference. Easter Road. No, no I, I think Hearts are. You know, you know, it was sticky for them last week. You know, a real uh, stuffy Ross County team. Hibernian get three points um, as well, albeit they were, they were against ten men for for half an hour. Um, but no, I, I think Hearts will go and um, go and uh, finish the job there on on Sunday. Okay, let's go then to Sunday itself. Up to. Ross County, Ross County against Celtic. Duncan, you're a Rangers fan. What do you think? I don't know if that's getting to do with what you think. What's going to be your scoreline? Thanks, Celtic. I'll win 3-1. 3-1 yes. to Celtic, yeah. Are you impressed by... Barry's the exact same as you. Barry, yep. on you go. Yep, yep, I've got the same um, result as, as Duncan, 3-1. Have you and Duncan been on the t- beforehand chatting to each other on a... Good minds think alike, forum, Right, yeah. That's what it's all about. So, yeah, I, I'm going 3-1 as well. 3-1, you reckon? Yep. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon, Mark? 1-0 Celtic. Right, so you're all going for Celtic, so no change there in that you're all going for, for Celtic. And what about Rangers against Kilmarnock Duncan? I'll kick off with you. I think 4-1 Rangers. Right, 4-1. Just 4-1. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Derek McInnes will be he'll be raging, he'll be gutted. Yeah, yeah. he'll be raging at the result. I'm going to say that. All right. Oh, OK, we'll come to it in a minute. Mark, what do you think? I'm going to go Rangers... 2-0 2-0 Barry 7 no I'm, on my <laughs> um, no, I'm going to go Rangers 3-0 I think they'll keep, keep a clean sheet tomorrow which I think's going to be important going into Tuesday yeah. 
if you'd said 7-0 I'd have said who for <laughs> I still won yeah I, I, do you know yeah. what I, I'm not going to be at the game tomorrow but I can imagine mm. what they're going to be like mm. they're going to be like caged animals they're going to come out the traps what yeah. they need to replicate in Tuesday night yeah and they, they need to get it's important as well to win tomorrow to make sure that the 50,000 turn up in good spirits mm. on mm. Tuesday night because from the off you know, so what you don't want is any negativity getting into So tomorrow's about recovery, yeah. winning, recovery, positive frame of mind getting into Tuesday from the first whistle so that there's a, a real cohesion togetherness between the stands, the manager and the players on the pitch. Duncan from Rutherglen, thanks so much for joining us and we'll be in touch on Monday and fingers crossed. Thank you. Yep, cheers Duncan. Cheers, Dun- cheers Duncan. Thanks very Bye. much. Bye. Big Rangers fan, thank you. And his prediction, so he went with um, Aberdeen, he went with a draw Motherwell against St Johnson he's going for Rangers against Kilmarnock Celtic at Ross County Hearts at Hibs to win and Dundee United to beat Livingston um, Rangers are going to be sort of wounded animal aren't they they must be they must be hurting yeah, they, they know they didn't do, do it do you know what I would be doing listen all players have bad games but the criticism sometimes no sometimes you've got to take it mm. when you're at a big club use that use that go out and go and show people that you're ready to, um, to get going and, and get the right result and I, I think they'll they'll use that I think he'll make a few changes he'll freshen it up but yeah. I, I can imagine when it's going to be like they're going to come out and they're just going to go for for Ross County eh, sorry for Kilmarnock they need to and Mark's made a good point bang on the button when he says it need to get the fans right behind them get a goal early doors get the place bouncing and then that'll carry you on into a Tuesday and hopefully get the right result again into the, the next round of the Champions League and Mark for Celtic you know Ross County difficult ground to go yeah, to yeah. but neither side can afford to slip up no um, you know they're, they're both playing at 3 o'clock tomorrow which is unusual mm-hmm. um, you know out of the two with the greatest respect to, to the opposition I think that Celtic's got the harder game because it's on the road um, and, and Ross County will, will make it difficult for them you know it's a you know a kind of a free hit if you like for Malky Mackay of a great atmosphere inside Dymo tomorrow as Barry said if you want to go up there you want to go up August, September, you don't want to be going December, January. So, you know, it'll, it'll be a good one um, for Celtic. But Ross County will make it difficult for them. And Ross County will create chances, I've, I've, I've no doubt. Uh, but that I think it'll be a real uh, open game, albeit I think just one goal is going to settle it. If you're off to the football tonight, enjoy it. Queen's Park against Air United or Celtic B against uh, East Cobride. We must finish with the Commonwealth Games. What about Duncan Scott? Multiple winner, record breaker, uh, amazing swimmer. I met him a few months ago and Elish McCoggan, 10,000 metre champion, like her mum. Barry, it's been remarkable, hasn't it? Scotland doing really well there in Birmingham. Yeah, it's brilliant to see his win yeah. um, some, some gold. Actually, what you start race? Yeah. McCoggan. What about that finish? Show, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. She, it looked as if she was struggling. She did, didn't it? But yeah. she, uh, listen, me about to fight there. And the crowd. Scottish mentality. Yeah. Yep. And the crowd there in Birmingham were, you know. Ah, oh, been good. It's been a really good atmosphere at the Commonwealth yep. Games, uh, Paul. You know, great to see Scotland getting amongst the medals. And, uh, you know, for Liz McCogan, she must be ever so proud. Yep. And, um, you know, beating her mum's uh, time yeah. as well and creating a new record. So, oh, happy, happy days. Because, you know, ourselves, we know the dedication and effort and sacrifice that goes into that, that lifestyle. And um, to see it paying off like that is brilliant. Can only imagine. Have a great weekend. We'll do it again on Monday. (laughs) Zoe Kelly is up next. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Buy your next car completely online at macklinmotors.com. Let's go. Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. 
Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.